Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am your enunciating host, Bobby O'Rourke. And I your host, Dan Conroy. One more time. And I was another eight, Dan Conroy. Dan Conroy, that's the oh. part I wanted. Dan, how are you? Good to see I'm you. Do, I'm doing so well, uh, Bobby. I'm doing so well, good friend. I said I almost said Buddy Bobby for a minute. I didn't know if that would be an. <laughs> I thought for a dude. moment you had forgotten my name. No, I, thought, I didn't forget your we've name. We've been doing this for some time now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it was was I was gonna say Buddy and then Bobby, and then my brain didn't know which one to do because as I was thinking of saying Buddy, it was like no, his name's Bobby. It was like no, but we're not. It, so my brain has this fun thing where there's constant contests as to what we're going to say next. And this was a moment where I was like, is it Buddy? Is it Bobby? What are we going to do? Is it Bubby? My Bubby. Uh, anyways, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And I will say for the record and for the listener who may not have seen your brain working through your eyes when I'm talking, I can <laughs> see like most of us are on an N64 style brain where the graphics are decent but not fantastic. And you're all the way at PS4 where you can see there's a lot of neurons firing and they're all competing for what's going to finally make its way out into the world. And most of the time, I'm very pleased with what eventually wins. That's very kind of you. I appreciate the brain compliment. And while that that may be a possibility, I'm not going to say that's the truth. If you do happen to only have the N64 quality, at least you have like very much so like Super Mario 64 layout where there is, you know, art, but there is also pragmatism and their straightforwardness. Whereas my PS4 brain, even if the graphics are high, which I'm not going to say that's true, it's a lot like the Japanese game LSD, which is a uh, <laughs> game that was made for the PS1 that's the video game made of a dream journal. So go ahead and and if you want to look at a video of that later on YouTube, wow. you will not be able to make sense of it. Uh, you die randomly. There's really no rhyme or reason to the game. And that's kind of my brain trying to come up with words to say when we've decided we're going to record. But very dreamlike that seems like it could be a good rendition of what it would be like if a dream was a video game it doesn't make a lot of sense it's not very linear and occasionally you die for no yeah. real reason just like in a dream sometimes just like in a dream sometimes you have a dream like i had recently about how you lost a bunch of balloons for a family member and how are you going to get those balloons back and how where do they even sell balloons and you're just constantly thinking about them until you wake up or you lose all your teeth whatever your dreams are about that sounds Actually, very stressful for a symbolic dream and not to creep you out, but only yesterday, my wife looked out the window and said, huh, someone lost a bunch of balloons. And sure enough, right outside our window, five or six balloons that apparently popped out of nowhere just floated by and into the sky. So my dream became real Inception. I'm not saying that we're involved in some Inception it like dreamscape, but, you know, we could be. God, our dreams become reality beyond our very eyes. Now, may I ask, Babs, Bubs, Bud, what was the color of the lost balloons that you saw outside the window? To be honest, they were a lot of silvers and a lot of grays and blacks, actually. So it was a real a real black parade. That's <laughs> really, yeah, uh, when you were a young boy. <laughs> when I was a young boy, my wife took me to the window and said someone <laughs> lost balloons. I... <laughs> She said, Bobby, please look at these balloons. That's the rest of the song. Okay. The I don't have enough juice to keep this going. Uh, but I in my dream, 
it were they were black, silver, and gold. So that's pretty damn close. That was, yeah. I think they were also. I also think I was thinking about this because uh, my father recently celebrated his 60th birthday. Happy birthday, oh, James! That's and right. congratulations, many happy returns. Absolutely. And those were the color schemes for those balloons. So I think I was just thinking about an action that was happening IRL, but it was the idea of having lost them, like failing a responsibility, which I think that's mostly dreams, right? When it's not abstract concepts that you don't remember or are just absurdly funny, then it's just the fears you have of something going wrong. And then usually just like what you interpret as failures on your own, right? Is that what I think a lot of dreams are? I think that's true as well. And I have had the stress dreams about failures in real life. I've had the ones that are sort of conceptual versions of whatever I'm thinking about, good or bad. And I do have once in a while very vivid morning routine dreams where I will go through a full 45 minutes to an hour of my morning routine and then wake up and realize I've done none of it. And those are occasionally very disorienting because they're very real. And I feel like I brushed my teeth, gotten dressed, started making breakfast, and then I'll hear an alarm and I'll say, like, I didn't do any of that. That was all just me. And I was completely in the moment thinking that I had actually lived that time. When you have that kind of dream, do you find yourself sleeping past your alarm? Do you find yourself needing a few minutes to recuperate because you you went through the teeth brushing and the clothes putting on and like the deal or however your morning routine is? We it's funny. We've gone through this many years of knowing each other. We haven't really gone through our mornings yet. One day we will, but not today. Uh, but do you find yourself like needing a few minutes in, to be like, Am I sure I didn't do this? I know I'm in bed now, but maybe I went back. I don't remember. You know, I'd feel better if something happened that was maybe a little dramatic and I'd wake up and say, okay, I can avoid that or I can change the future if they had that sort of narrative to it. But honestly, the prevailing sensation is boredom that I have to do it all again because it's most of the time mundane tasks. You're kind of disappointed that you just can't start your day right from the bed because you're like, well, Dream Bobby already did this part. Dream Bob. It almost feels like I lost sleep somehow, even though I was asleep. It's ah, I could have dreamed anything and I dreamed that I ran out of toothpaste. (laughs) Yeah. Look, Dream Bobby already used mouthwash, so he doesn't have to do it this morning. No. He's, he's he's already got it all figured out. I'm going on Zoom anyway. No one can smell my breath on Zoom, I don't think. That technology is only years away, but not now. But what what will its application? I, I imagine that will be for like when you, man, I'm trying to think of the smell applications for Zoom because the first thought <laughs> I had in my head was, let's say you want to go to a restaurant or, okay, great greatest example is you want to go to like a candy or ice cream place and you can just smell all the delightful smells of those places. While also getting your food to go, in my brain this this, this is you know a business plan is bad when in your as you're saying it it sounds terrible like it's just not coming to coming together even in my own brain. Listeners don't know also you're dressed as Don Draper as if he's giving a presentation right now too. So this is real hot stuff right here. Absolutely, and and I was kind of preparing today for bringing a business plan together, so I ignored my wife. I had a kind of breakdown last night with my child, letting them know that they're very perfect. Nothing bad will happen to them. I stole my co-soldier's name in Korea. And uh, 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 I am just constant. I'm like a level of misogynistic while at the same time picking up female employees up and, and encouraging them so long as they keep doing the work for me. And that's what I tried to do today. And it's working for you, let me say. Thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, also, I'm I'm on my fifth rye whiskey already. <laughs> oh, yeah. that I mean, it's it's almost 11 in the morning. 
Um, exactly. Got to get started. <laughs> got to before you get those noontime cocktails in. <laughs> so today is my turn to present a card to you. And um, yes, it is. Uh, judging by the way that we've been recording, I decided to get a little head of the ball. And we're about to enter February as we're uh... recording this. And February, I think, very well known for being uh, Black History Month. Because why not give people who have been systematically exploited uh, the shortest month of the year for the celebration? <laughs> yep. But I was curious what else is celebrated in February alongside Black History Month. Because what I'm realizing, Dan, is Black History Month, Women's History Month, Latino History Month, I think, is one uh, Pride Month in June, you know, for LGBTQ+. They all share months have to there's a bit of a crowding situation with let's let's say lesser celebrations and so i got curious about february so i looked up here a website for the spruce which i think is either a an online or hard copy like home and decor sort of magazine something like a good housekeeping ish vibe fantastic but that could be completely wrong but you can scroll down through this list here i have a couple i want to bring up but i'll give you a little bit to orient yourself there are daily weekly and monthly celebrations i went right down to monthly because i saw a few good ones but if you spot any daily or weekly ones that you think are worth <laughs> bringing up <laughs> well you do well you know what uh I, i'm already seeing a few that i definitely am going to want to bring up but i don't want to you know i'm going to let you uh, uh, keep uh, heralding the ship the good HMS greetings for this week so did you want to start with monthly and give us some of the highlights of things that you saw that really spin your head and went boy was this crowding necessary could we have yeah. not just made more months I was delighted to yeah that's the thing I didn't consider is we could just ditch <laughs> the Julian and Gregorian calendars and just make more months who's going to stop us the sun yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like there are so many examples of calendars that I was like, yeah, we got like 400 months, man. Come on now. It's like, just just have your years be longer and you live slightly less. I mean, it's all <laughs> fake numbers anyways. What, what do you care? Your crops are still being made, huh? And also we can pull out daylight savings time because we don't need it. We could pull out daylight savings time. That actually might happen pretty soon. There seems to be some hunger in a Congress that doesn't seem capable of a whole lot at this moment to say this might be a dunk. Guys, let's yeah. try to get rid of daylight savings. That was my favorite... Uh, <laughs> What's what's his name? Uh, the West Wing creator. Uh, oh my God, Sorkin. That I was my favorite. That was my favorite Aaron Sorkin made-for TV movie, Hunger in the Congress, and it was just about how they're not going to pass an important bill to ensure that uh, certain schools in America get an important stimulus because their uh, congressional lunch is late, and it's all about like you know whether you're on the one side or the other. We can all agree that humans as apes get hungry. <laughs> Gummy worms are a protein. <laughs> so ordered. Milk is a vegetable. <laughs> we thus I declared. Uh, so a couple of the monthly observances that are shared alongside Black History Month include Canned Food Month. No. No, yes, I'm looking at it. What? Um, okay. <laughs> National Bird Feeding Month. Not bird feeder, feeding. <laughs> so it's just a month celebrating the, the act of feeding birds. These selfish, flightful animals, these, avi these, these uh, creatures of flight only feed them once a month and that is it not once only feed them one month a year that is all they get because otherwise it's just going to be seagulls steel and cheesesteaks these latter day dinos need your help one month out of the year it's not a lot to ask <laughs> these failed t-rexes that most of them we eat now we get to feed them in response <laughs> your whole pretzel <laughs> we also have here my third one and then i could turn it over to you but uh national grapefruit month now this one i like 
because yeah. I enjoy grapefruit and I do feel like it gets shunted to the side for having a bitter taste. And I, I like the bitterness of the grapefruit. A lot of people don't, but they can go screw. I'm a little bit more of a pink grapefruit guy than I am the non-pink grapefruit. The ruby which red. You're not. You're you're more into the pink grapefruit. I am more I of a ruby that. red grapefruit. I quite enjoy it. I have heard there's that old hobby horse, that old adage that if you put salt on top of the grapefruit, it extracts the sugar from the citrus and makes it nicer. Now I've never had the bones to try it myself, huh. but if you uh, here listening to the podcast have done that, please message us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on X and let us know how it actually tastes. I remember for some time in college, I was only eating ruby red grapefruit and black coffee for breakfast and uh, kind of surprised I have any enamel left or no ulcers because uh, that's a <laughs> that's a real trial for most of my body. I thought I had a lot more worries that were higher up on my list than enamel, but I have to say it's jumped up from not on the list to about eight. I, things I, to worry about is how much enamel do I have for me? Oh, I think about it at least once a week. That's <laughs> like, yeah, you, you gotta. I mean, nowadays, every time I feel a weird crack, every time I bite into something at this age, it's like, oh, no, now what? <laughs> it's like, you gotta think, thinking about it more than ever and, and just toothpaste options now. This is the cool part of your 30s. I think just out of the ones I mentioned, and there's a, there's a few, so we can keep going. Oh, yeah. National Grapefruit Month lends itself most to a greeting card because I feel like you can get very funny. It could be a picture of a grapefruit and say, like, don't be bitter. It'll turn around. You know, it's like a get well or a feel better card you know there's there, there are things right. i can do with this one that i'm not sure if national hot breakfast month has uh, the same <laughs> the same just, avenues it's just a gift giving holiday to really juice up the florida citrus industry so it's like remember this isn't about sit you or sit me it's about citrus happy uh, national grapefruit month and then that's the uh, i still i've had family members gift us Florida oranges for Christmas, which I think is a really nice, quaint thing to do, and, and it's a very thoughtful gift because I think are they take, from Florida? These are they are delicacy? they are specially wrapped from Florida. They're Florida oranges. They're not oh. juice oranges. They're like ready to eat oranges, and they're individually wrapped in like really nice paper wrapping oh. and like in a nice box. And they're like they're like the cream of the crop oranges. So it's like they really are kind of in the way in other cultures. The best fruit is often more expensive because it's a gift-giving fruit. These are like the gift-giving oranges with like little to no blemishes. You know, they're obviously higher priced for that reason. But I always thought that was really nice because it's like, yeah, we t we kind of forget like when this was a difficult thing to get. And it, there was only a very short window when you actually ascertained it. So I think if we did that for the grapefruit industry, which – I, are, are they doing well? I know Palomas are more popular of a beverage than ever before, but is Gen A getting into grapefruit? I'm nervous they're not. Are we going to see another economic collapse because those lazy Gen Ayers can't just <laughs> buckle down and eat some citrus? Because I think of all the industries that the millennials and Gen Zers kept up, it was the citrus industry. I mean, we enjoy our oranges. We like our fruit. I just don't know if Gen A, if they're just too busy with Skibidi Toilet to uh, even think about it, um, if I'm even I mean, saying that YouTube video correctly. We destroyed the housing market. We destroyed- uh, uh, The diamond industry the diamond industry is gone apparently the uh, napkin industry that's a weird one i didn't know there were titans uh that had to be felled in that area but i'm glad that we made our mark i don't know how to say it any other way. i almost said we were trying to take down big Sharman, but that's toilet paper that's a little <laughs> little peep into dan's world you're next, sometimes, sometimes your next big Sharman. we're going back to reusable napkins yuck <laughs> um the bidets are coming in uh, that really that really tells you about something about my life where sometimes I'll use toilet paper as a napkin. Yeah, That's well, you're in a difficult spot. We've all been there, and yeah, oh yeah. 
look, listener, if you're shaking your head, no, it just hasn't hit you yet. Oh, it, you just wait. High and mighty buying your, I literally can't think of a brand of napkin right now, but like high and mighty on your, on your brawny paper towels thinking, oh, I'll never use toilet paper as a napkin or to wipe my face with. Just you friggin' wait. That day is coming. <laughs> and it won't, it won't be an if, it's a when. Grapefruit month of all of these is definitely, in my opinion, the most card worthy. I agree with you. I also think it's the one most worthy of actually existing. I think if you're only thinking of bird feeding for one month, that's cruel. Either do it or don't. And look, (laughs) this is not a knock as somebody who buys canned food almost weekly. I don't know if it deserves a month. I mean, it's more of a way to get food to your mouth than it is a celebration. But uh, I mean, what would the card even say? Like, can it? Stop complaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, hey, the for like, pucker up. It's Valentine's Day. Like, okay, I'm working with something here. I got something to do. The Illuma number of times that I love you is uh, a lot. Ah, <laughs> oh, beans. Happy birthday. All right, that's, that one's, that's, that's, shoot that right in the trash can. I can open her. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm I can't open I, her. I, I do not like this. I want to say this. Yeah. I just say things. It's up to you no, to tell me if I'm wrong. No beans about it. It's, it's National <laughs> Canned Food Month. <laughs> That's nope. celebrate. That's like not even a pun about another holiday. It's just saying <laughs> beans and canned food. <laughs> it's just you can use that. You can no, no beans, no beans about it. I'm sorry for your loss. No, your be- life's not worth a hill of beans. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> no, it's always the front always has to say no beans about it, and then the inside we can change. So it's no beans about it with great sympathy for your loss. No beans about it. I hope you get well soon. It's just it's it's just it's the evergreen greeting followed by whatever you want to say in the middle of it. No beans about it. We all make mistakes sometimes. No beans about it. Congrats on getting the job at uh, Dolly yeah. Parton Stampede. <laughs> Napco, the only named napkin company. Oh, yeah. No beans about it. Congrats on getting the job at Napco, the secret, basically like the Coca-Cola of napkins whenever you get a napkin from anywhere, like the pizza shop, the really frail ones that are like two-ply, or like those really nice heavy ones you get at a special dinner for your company because that's the excuse for not getting a bonus this year. No matter what the occasion is, they come from Napco, a division of BlackRock. (laughs) Man, those guys are everywhere. To really divest in these mega corporations, you got to watch yourself. You really you got to watch yourself. I do want to say I do think the most egregious of all of these because if you're looking and you guys should check it out on the Spruce Special Days and Observances, I would say there's a couple ones for dental health, both pet and children's. What's the difference? Yeah, uh, pet pet and dental not only separated <laughs> but shared. So it's yeah, like we have to separate it, but still we don't have a lot of months. So just you, know, you know those things you forget about that live in your house every so often: children and pets. Well. They they have, have teeth too. They have teeth too. <laughs> Unless they're birds. But in that case, you should probably check on their beaks as well. A beak is like a big molar. And you should just it's like a big molar that opens. And uh in that regards, yeah, yuck. I don't I I want to move away from this as fast as I can. Uh hot breakfast month. I guess it's February. It's still cold. Sure. Why not? I like prefer cold oats, but whatever. Um mm. the one that's the worst for me, we also got like Library Lovers Month. A great American Pie Month, as opposed to the Lesser American Pie Month. Yeah, so, do, they, do they mean is there like a, a substrata of pie that's like the Great American Pie? Like there's certain bears that belong to a different uh, strand, uh, or or do they just mean Americans make good pies and we should we should acknowledge that? If I was a gambling American man, which in this case I am, Though we would I have. Was born and gambling man was American. 
That's it. Bob Dylan. We would have probably apple pie at the top, which I'm not saying is my favorite pie, but that's the um, as American as blank. And then I guess all the other ones like cherry, all the fruit ones, cherry, blueberry, they're probably up there. Peach. I'm a pecan pie fan myself and pumpkin. Bobby, I do like you have a pecan. pie? I do around the holidays. I'm usually gravitating towards the pumpkin and the apple, Ooh, but absolutely, uh, I've had some pretty darn good cherry and pecan pies. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a key lime guy normally. I don't hate I, it, just not one I gravitate towards. I would say that uh, 50 years ago, because if we're creating sort of the ranking system from like great American tier to lesser American tier, I would say 50 years ago key lime would have been in lesser, but because of its Increasing popularity. I, mm. I personally love key lime pie, but I understand if people don't. I would say and agree that like maybe it would have been lesser years ago, but now if it's like huge popularity, I would say it has reached kind of the lower tier of great American pies. Also, it's regionally specific. So I would say the lesser are like uh, chess pie, for example, or Marlboro pie. Basically, if you have to look up the recipe what of what's Marlboro in it. Marlboro pie? Marlboro pie is a older New England recipe. And don't quote me if I'm wrong here. Ding dongs. Do not care. Not going to read. It is a, um, and also Bobby's looking at it right now. Sure. It is a um, older New England pie recipe. It's essentially just a spiced apple pie, but there are a couple extra like layers to it as opposed to just toss some apples in. Brown oh. sugar. Now you're a genius. It it's a little good. bit, uh, it sounds tasty. I think there's lemon juice involved. I definitely want to try it. But I would argue, considering that I don't even remember how it's specifically made, that makes it one of the lesser American pies for that month. And now we have a whole month to really just dive in. And uh, and chess pie is, what again? Chess pie is like a custard pie, right? Chess pie, yeah. It's, I think it's a custard pie. Um, this one, Ding Dongs, you can go ahead and let us know. I mean, we're looking it up anyways. It's some kind of, I forget if it's like a lemon custard, like a meringue. Um, let's see. The ingredients are, I hate recipe websites i don't use that word yeah we, often, we don't but... have the bandwidth to to read through the stories God. that people put in front of everything growing um, up in central minnesota my mom would always make this kind of ch- like i understand why they do it because the more words you have like the better chance you have at people picking it up but christ just let me go to the recipe i challenge that logic honestly because we <laughs> talk forever and somehow i'm not, still not the most popular guy in high school yeah that's to say you and i talk at least an hour a week and for some reason give or take and somehow you and i still haven't gotten on the homecoming court yet and that pisses me off it does because i thought we'd at least make prince and duke or something but like mm. we haven't even gotten there uh it's cornmeal all-purpose flour salt great white vinegar milk this doesn't sound very good vanilla extract eggs i bet this comes together better than it sounds <laughs> uh and just before because i don't want to run too long even though i could do the full episode on this national cherry month it's february how are we getting cherries that's a good question i didn't think of that where i don't know precisely when cherries are in season but I, i'd be willing to bet it's not february at least in the northern hemisphere that's a good point and uh before we because every day in february is taken so we could really run through this but i do just want to point out some of the honorable mentions for the weekly observances mm-hmm. you guys don't want to forget uh obviously this is the month for perverts so if you are <laughs> into love or whatever that stuff is you've got such days as international flirting week which is Ugh. the second week of february exactly of You've got Jello Week, which is also the second week. So flirt with Jello. Freelance Writers Appreciation Week. Please check out Bobby O'Rourke's latest poem on the Tulip Tree magazine. But only in that week. Only do it that week, guys. Okay? Buy it on the Kindle or buy a hard copy, but you've only got seven days to do it. If you read Tulip Tree Review any other week, I will just spit in your face. I don't I don't want it. It has to be the second week. No, don't I'd love you're you're all very nice to be here. So And don't do, do it before either, because I know it's don't it's already before. it's already out now. Don't do it before because if you're doing it on children children's authors and illustrators week which is the first week of february like 
look, Bobby, he's my co-host. He's my dear friend. I love him. But he is not Louis Sahar yet. He has not written for ch- this. This this poem was not for children. I guess it could be. It wasn't like rude or anything like that. You could show it to a child. <laughs> it's not rude. <laughs> it's, it's not rude. That's what they wrote about me in The New Yorker. It's, it's not rude. <laughs> it's, I love the idea of that. Just like Publishers Weekly said, it's not rude. So. Yeah. It um, does feel rather gross to put International Flirting Week and Jello Week at the same time. Like that just opens up too many doors that should remain closed one or the other at the same time. I do hate that. That's mm. yeah. It's you, you don't want to allow them the opportunity to no. uh yeah, have that together. By the way, I don't want to run too long, but really quickly, I checked out the days. This one just stands out. February 25th and I swear I'll stop. On one day in February, this is February 25th, you can celebrate yourself a good, honest citizen of planet Earth, not just America, wherever you are, you can celebrate National Chocolate-Covered Nut Day. Sure. Let's All Eat Right Day. Mm. <laughs> National Clam Chowder Day. Mm. Nope. And World Spay Day. Ew. So, God. So, so dig this shit, idiots. Get yourself everyone's favorite breakfast of clam chowder and nuts covered in chocolate. Hate yourself because it's all eat right day and you didn't do that. And then try to reciprocate the bad feelings by getting your, I'm assuming, female pet spayed. Or you know what? We'll call it neutering spaying as well. We'll give it a mulligan. Do both. It also says in parentheses, last Tuesday. So World Spay Day is like in the Constitution. It's like it's usually February 25th, but it's technically the last Tuesday of every February. So we have to move (laughs) it on to certain days. And that kind of makes it feel more permanent, kind of like Thanksgiving. You know, like because I know they do that because of the leap situation, the leap day situation. But it's, it's almost like they put that in as a reminder, like, look. Okay, I understand. Sometimes it'll be the 25th. Sometimes it'll be the 24th. Sometimes it'll be the 26th. Regardless, last Tuesday, it's like Thanksgiving. We're not missing this holiday. Chocolate nuts, hot chowder, spaying your animal, and then feel bad about it and say, I'll diet tomorrow. (laughs) Get your T-shirt out that says it with Garfield on the front. Yeah. What we're trying to say is uh, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Happy Black History Month. And speaking of which, I have a card that will run along that theme, Dan. So uh, while we open that, I will remind our listeners, as always, if you care to get in touch with us about cards or just to vibe, really, you can talk to us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on X, which is still functioning as far as I could tell. Um, but, But the watch continues. I'll let you know if something changes. Dan, whenever you're ready, go ahead and open this card and just tell me what I've done. Really? Here is what my elvish eyes see. I am starting with a card, you could guess, with a... Got it. (laughs) Cool. With a... We got there. I'm looking at a card with a light sky blue background, a little bit darker than sky blue. This is... We're getting into uh, Dan getting older, getting more colorblind, but it's sort of slightly darker than sky blue, but it's definitely a little bit more pastel. If you look deeper, there's clearly a really nice sort of checkered pattern in the back. Like, it's kind of a lighter... Oh, kind yeah, of looks that's right. Looks like um like they're trying to do like a tweed thing to it or a cotton. That is the background. In the foreground, we have this is a text heavy front. We have no other animation or illustration here other than the heavy like font art. It is a sort of black shadow veering to the bottom right and gold lettering, not script, just straight typeface, but really powerful, almost like historical 
type face, kind of like one that we might see for a statue or perhaps mm. there, there's a not to get into the interpretation already, but there's something sort of timeless, um, like this will last a thousand years. Th- this would be written on a bench and you won't read it. That's that's yeah. the kind of font we're talking about here. Yes, exactly. One of those benches you see in Central Park that says like for Myrtle Dave, sorry what I did with the matchbook. Love Gibbons and 1968. <laughs> and, and you use it to fall asleep in between rehearsals. Don't ask me how I do that. And and that you bench can sleep is, anywhere. You can you can sleep anywhere. That's the new New York uh, City or should be their slogan. And the text says, "You are a Black History fact in the making." All right, all right. So you are a Black History. It says on the front, "You are a Black History fact in the making." Bobby, as a as a white man, this speaks a lot to me, and I wanted to go through. <laughs> All of the ways it does for Black History We're Month. eminently qualified to do this episode. I'm glad I made us do it. <laughs> no, I'm, you're putting my feet to the fire here. And um, we're going to go into what's called if I were mode. And I'm going to, no, 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 no. So far, so, I mean, I, I love it because I, I don't know whether or not yet it is a birthday card. There's, a, there's an ambiguity to it, but I will say the energy I'm getting from the card, from both the strong font, the heavy shadow to the right, the gold lettering. It's sort of giving me this thing like, hey, this is not one of those like, oh, congratulations, you did great. Or like, oh, I'm so happy to know you. This is more of a personal relationship. This is saying, no, you don't get it, my man. You are <laughs> a black history fact in the making. This is this is a definitive fact that I am putting to your face. This is how much I think about you. This is and and, it, and it's no longer subjective. That's the thing about the wording here. This is an objective fact. So regardless of what we're celebrating, whether this is a card for like Happy Black History Month to you or Happy Birthday to you, my family member or my friend, whatever this may be, there is a truth to these words and you cannot deny them. That's beautiful. Do you feel the same way when you see this? Well, I love the style of it. I think the colors are crisp. I, th- I love the the light blue and the and the darker words. And yeah. um, it's not captured very well in the photo I took, but the letters are sort of like an orange and gold shininess to it. Like they, they kind of shine in the light. That's kind of hard to see in this photo. I love the letters coming out of the page at you. I think that's great. They have silhouettes. Yeah. My wife did point out, when I showed her this card because she asked, what are you going to do with Dan today? And I showed her this. And before I flipped to the page, I won't spoil anything. She read this first page and said, it doesn't say a good fact, which I <laughs> just said, you know what? I didn't consider that. Before. That is a good point. No, that's really true. Like this could be this could be something negative, but I, mean, I, I want... know it's not. I understand that's not the point. But it's when you read these cards, you're always like, it doesn't specifically say this is a good thing. A lot, a lot of that time. is a good point. <laughs> like if we look at no, I agree with Maddie 100 percent. When we do our evaluations for the great pantheon of greetings cards that we do here on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, I think one of the cardinal rules we have struck, maybe we've said it outwardly or it's more implied is that ambiguity is never in your favor. Whenever, <laughs> Well said. <laughs> thank you. Whenever you have the ability to be very clear as to the positivity or negativity of the role of this card, or just really like who this is directed towards, like you, you are not being made better by like doing something artistically ambiguous. Just make it clear. Like if this had said you are a positive black history fact in the making, or maybe like you are, um, what's another way you could go about it? Like the word, I'm stuck using the word positive, but like, I don't want to say you're a good, you are going to be a name that's revered, you know, in in the future or something. That's not a very clear message, but something to say, 
you are going to do great things and people will remember you. You, you and will be... you are black. Uh, but that's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't phrase it that way. But that's, no, I know that's, what you mean. Yeah, you you will you will be revered in Black history. You will be a figure that is revered in Black history. Now I know what you're saying. Wow, these two pasty white kids did such a great job rewriting this card. Uh, I know you're all I really saying do that right put now. Put ourselves on the spot. Like I feel like I somehow like gotcha journalism to myself, where I have to explain this topic. I am in no way qualified. To <laughs> I'm touch. no. Listen, I'm having a great time, and I, I love. You know what? I love hearing my own voice. So let's get let's get going. Let's keep going. Uh, no, but it's like, yeah, th- that level of uh, wordiness, we really can't put on a card here. This is getting to the point. Obviously, we are when you are doing a front card that is all text, you really have to be picky with what words you're using and the and the style, because unless you're doing one of those like to my brother who means so much to me all these years, like like doing something very thoughtful, you definitely have to be careful with how much you're putting on the front there. But I think what attracts you when you pick up the card, I agree, is both the blue color, which, you know, I don't think there is a strong choice. I don't, how am I trying to say this? I don't think it matters necessarily that it's blue, but I think it is a good choice. You know what I mean? Like if it was red behind it or purple or yellow, I think it would have been equally as powerful, but you know, it attracts the eye and then just the nice gold. And I should have mentioned right facing lettering. This is all right facing as opposed to center or left. Yeah. And um, it it does, it gives a lot of movement and it's good contrast too, because sometimes the colors get washed out depending on the background. Right. It's, It's very pretty. I mean, I saw it actually in the same, Oh, gosh, we talked about this on an episode or two ago. The store in Point Pleasant that you said you had been to, the card store. Um, oh, Butler's, yeah. Butler's, yes. This is also closed a Butler's now. card, too, yeah. so shout out to Butler's. It closed? The one in, oh, well, so the, there's, there's one. There's one that's open. There's one the one on, oh, yeah, the one on Old Avenue closed. Um, there's yeah. another one next to uh, Wonder Bagels. I have no idea if me yeah. saying these businesses is a good thing or bad. But um, shout They're out to all of triangulate businesses. where you're from based off of all. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Wonder Bagels. You guys are delicious. I love also strangely the period here too because a pet peeve i think we've mentioned maybe long ago was all those cards that have long poems or sentimental sayings that go on for a while technically it's being a pedant you know but there is no punctuation in those so you don't really know where the pauses are supposed to be or what the effect is supposed to be i kind of appreciate a card that says this is the end of the sentence or this is the end of the thought because once in a blue moon not having the punctuation gets you in some trouble as well it so does I appreciate this one did it and this avoided that while it made the mistake of not saying whether or not this is a good or bad black history fact it did go ahead and make clear no what i have said and this kind of is more ammo for my feeling about it being so succinct and direct and being like no 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 you are a fact in the making period like if you had said it the way people like to do like you're you're a fact in the making regardless um and so this is like saying no i will not be having a conversation about this i will not be arguing with you about this shut up i love you shut up you're a fact in the making and that's like what this period is for shut is up. to shut down and is to shut up okay <laughs> i am tired of it. it's it's that it's that aggressive um uh that aggressive compliment giving that is just funnier the more aggressive you get sometimes that happens after a couple of beverages with friends but it's like hey dude i need you to shut the fuck up cuz you are so beautifully talented i just want to murder you you're hurting me yeah I, i'm in pain please <laughs> 
the the light's getting too bright. We probably all have either been on the receiving end or the one giving that conversation. I've done both, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aggressive complimenting, which is mm-hmm. never as much fun to be there as you think it's going to be. You are so flattered up until their eyes get, the pupils get a little bit more contracted and you sort of realize you are not getting out of this alive because you don't feel like when someone says something like that, like grabs your arm and just goes, you are fucking everything to everyone. You sort of don't know what to say back except for thank you and that never feels like enough You're that never my shoes yes <laughs> please your eyes have grown your eyes have grown parallaxed and musty are you seeing other worlds you look like a greek statue this would be a great phrase to say out loud too so- sometimes the card phrases don't make a lot of sense but to go up to someone like absolutely out of your mind drunk take them by the shoulders and go you're a black history fact of the making just opens oh my up my god to, yeah it, it makes sense on paper which actually some cards don't <laughs> when you say them out loud you realize that this wouldn't be spoken but this one would in certain circumstances i could yeah i could definitely see somebody like if i heard this in a bar i would uh i would probably just laugh at the out of context moment then also go that's a really nice friend right there to say that that is a sweet thing to say <laughs> good thing he doesn't know i'm irish Oh, so you're saying one of us would receive it. Like one of us I, are I like black history back in the receiving it. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of receiving that. It's just like But you know what the worst is when you're fishing for it? Because obviously, like we all get a little we all get a little concerned, especially if you're a creative as well about your legacy. Or not even creative, like just someone who is like creates something, even if it's not in, like the arts or anything like that. We we one gets conscious about their own mortality and whether or not their life will extend to what they've created in the world, what your legacy is going to be. Yeah, sure. And when I'm sitting with my friends, sometimes I do ask them, hey, listen, as somebody who is about 60% Irish and 40% Italian, do you think I'll be a black history fact in the making? <laughs> and then I get dirty looks. And it's Somehow. like, well, well, excuse me. I'm sorry I brought it up. I guess I'll find another children's birthday party to go to. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not wanted here at this discovery zone. I guess I can't get loose and be on my own. Now help me get out of the men in black laser tag room. It's too dark. I can't see. Do you think, and I'm, uh, I am asking this question for a certain somebody who listens to the podcast. Do you think, Bobby, there should be discovery zones for adults? Just like, so you can jump into the pit full of styrofoam squares, but with alcohol? Oh my God. I Nothing would make me happier, I think, than to rediscover that sort of childhood joy and to realize that my bones have just changed shape and I can't do the things that I once did. Our bones can't do it the same way, but there's probably some money in it. I should go to the next page. Yes, indeed. And oh, so they got a little mixed up. It might be the third page. It's the, no uh, the meditation page. So we are here at the meditation page. And this is a good example of a meditation page after receiving a compliment that is feels eternal and feels like it's touched your soul in a very deep and personal way. And now is a time for reflection and meditation and personal understanding. And what better way to do that than with a fully fabricated page? And what I mean by fabricated is I mean, I am looking at this from the 2D world of a photograph, a JPEG sent to me by the good baby uh, buddy, Babby uh, Babs. And it appears to me as if it is just like Argyle, not Argyle, excuse me, a tweed or like a nice cotton stitch. It's bluish black, like a navy blue in color with kind of a black inner stitching. And I believe I have a suit jacket of this exact color, and it's comforting. It's not like a deep, And you dark... look great. I don't think I've seen them, Thanks, one, but buddy. you look dynamite in this texture. Thank you very much. I think I might have worn it to your wedding, so I'll have to look at those photos again. I don't remember um, that. 
<laughs> Why would you? There is a, uh, except of how beautiful it was. Mm. But there is, um, it is not a dark void. It is not a white void. It is not demanding us with uh, cartoon characters, which, you know, we've given compliments to because that's fun. It's not energetic. It's not bombastic. In fact, it is just kind of warm and almost like I've been here before. Like I know this spot and I can be comfortable in it. I can kind of snuggle within it. And it makes me question, am I living history, whether it be black history or otherwise? Am I that or am I just some dude? Are and it's you fine. a black history fact in the making? Time's going to tell, Dan. Time is going to tell. A part of me, given my position, hopes not. But um, <laughs> It probably wouldn't be great if I end up in the books for that. There, it kind of feels like it steers only negative. But um, we'll... We'll have to see. That's what time's for, is to let us know that when those what things happen. For. Well yeah. Um, w- when you were, because Bobby's got firsthand experience of this card, was is this a card with fabric on it, or this is clearly a print? It is print. It's not fabric, but it gives a very good facsimile of fabric, and uh, it's it's really it's really quite nice. I lo- I love the surprise of the meditation page not being pure white. I think that's, yeah, that's a nice that's touch. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the only thing that I saw that might cause a little problem is that it yeah, probably like... wouldn't be easy to write a long message in this card because one page is, is blacked out. So you'd probably have to get like a very powerful day glow marker or maybe you'd cut out the letters of a magazine like a kidnapper and put that <laughs> message in here because I don't think a regular pen or pencil is going to show up too well on this color. That's how you celebrate your friends and loved ones is when you need to write on something that, like you said, if you don't have a day glow marker, you're not going to use a little whiteout on there to like create your own borders. Also, how are you going to write on whiteout? That seems difficult. Or you don't want to like print oh, out. That would be a wonderful and creepy if you wrote a message in whiteout on a black surface. That's, oh, I love I, it. I, I don't sounds... know why. I, I really, no, I, I get you. Excited at that. I get you. I don't know why that grosses me out because my first thought when we did that is like when you were in middle or high school and people would like paint their nails with whiteout. And it's like, why? Oh, God, I forgot about that. That was a whole thing. That's I'm really thing. speaking to a very particular scene kid in 2000 and well, seven to ten, 2007 to ten, probably. But it was, uh, boy, that was we, that was we a see time. you out there. You're not forgotten, scene kid from Dan's math class. You are seen, and boy, I wish you were forgotten. But here we are. <laughs> you you are not. No, I was I I was not one of you, but I hung out with you, and probably probably hang hung, hung, hanged out with you too. I, I saw them here or there. You know, we, we had we had passing acquaintances. Yes. Yeah. You guys would share some blood on the dance floor albums or something like that. Mm, sure. Yeah. Some black parade. Ah, It all comes full circle. See? But you're right. I This is definitely a um, there is definitely a, an effort given to making sure that every corner of this goddamn meditation page is covered in the powerful fabric design to ensure that not a piece is lost here. So this is a level of effort that we're not seeing often in the meditation pages. So already I'm very impressed by this card and the power it exudes. I feel confident. I feel like if someone gives this to me, it's like I I am rejuvenated in my ability. It's like you kind of catch yourself on an off week not doing well. And a friend just like says, you know what? I, I think you're really talented. And I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. And it's like a B12 shot. You're just like, ah, oh, thank you, friend. Thanks. Man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's awesome. And going on, unless there's any other thoughts about the meditation side I'm missing. Nope, just how it must have taken up a lot of time if you were a kidnapper in the 90s to write those messages you cut out of magazines because it's they're very small letters and you have to glue each of them separately. That must have eaten up a good chunk of your budget and time. But back then, like everybody had like at any given point 15 magazines in their apartment. Like that was that was your Reddit, that was your Twitter, that was your Facebook. We live in a privileged age where I can look at my phone, play Wordle at 8 a.m. and be starting then as miserable 
comfortable as I'll be at uh, 2 a.m. when I go to bed. But <laughs> back in the day, I, I was watching an old clip of Seinfeld. And obviously, it's a TV show, so you take that with a grain of salt. But you try to make it realistic. And realistically, he had like easily like 15 magazines just on his tabletop. And I'm like, you know, I remember growing up, that was pretty normal. It was like just a stack of them. You have like a home and garden. You have a time. You have a, a Bumblebee Weekly. You have... Um... I actually had Zoo Books, the ones that were like the children's National Geographic. So that I love sure Zoo Books. Letters, yes. You know? You had a and couple Z's highlights. everywhere. If you, if you happen to kidnap a kid named Zazu, you were like, all right, I got to get to the Zoo Books because there's Z's everywhere in that There way. are Z's all over that place. You have magazine edition of Bridge over uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. They just <laughs> they just made a – it's like a graphic novel but magazine format. It's it's as it's pretty bad. Uh, it doesn't do any justice to the movie. But so I would I would think that your average serial killer or kidnapper – I forgot which one you said, but both are the same. <laughs> I'm really uh, sorry I brought, up, brought us to kidnapping too. <laughs> I just want to say that again. I feel like lately I've been like getting us very dark for no reason. And every time I'm like, why'd you do that? Like, I'll I'll, I'll leave the record and be like, you had no need to. Bobby, you're talking to it. You're talking to a yes and man over here. I'm going to do nothing but support. I know you're just a good partner. That's my problem is I shouldn't. (laughs) And I don't think it's too dark at all. Listen, if look, okay, ding dongs. If you if any of you are kidnappers or serial killers, one, don't tell us or do. Now I feel bad. I feel like you should tell us. (laughs) Okay, tell us because you're committing a crime. But also, nope, I'm sticking with it. But. Also, tell us, how many magazines do you have at your coffee table? Bobby's closing his face. Go ahead and tell us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCastle next. And you know what? That's on me, Bobby. So I'm the one that's going to get in trouble. Let's Fuck go it. to the next page. <laughs> Ring me through the mud, why don't you? So the next page has a the same color blue border as the front, but the inside is white, as a white inner border, inner background. And then the foreground, we are doing a bit of a color change, unless my eyes doth deceive me. The front was a little bit more orange gold. This one's a little- It might be the same based off the light, so I think it's about the same color. But it is a little, it's a little shade darker, but it's it's roughly of the same same color. I see. So it's like an orangey gold black, still very yeah. powerful, still the same strong typeface with sort of a bottom right shadow cast. And it says, happy birthday. And then on the bottom, in plain black font, it says, to a man on the come up. Okay. So the full greeting is, you are a black history fact in the making. Happy birthday to a man on the come up. Man, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel very good. As someone who this card is not made for, this makes me feel very good. It's just because the phrase, you know, you say happy birthday, naturally. And then it goes to, to a man on the come up, someone who is... Working because there's something realistically. How do I say this? Like th- there's there's a way to compliment that's like you have already achieved greatness, and then there's a compliment that is you are going to achieve greatness, and I see it in you. And mm. both are good. Don't get me wrong, but there's something about the happy birthday to a man on the come up. It's like I see the progress, and because it's it's an indication of I see the work that you're putting in. I see the struggles you might be dealing with, but I want you to know that you will be history in the making. And I am proud to know you as a man on the come up. Happy birthday. That mm. is a that is a very good feeling. That's lovely. It really is. <laughs> I hate to ruin it, but but go once ahead. Again, once again, Maddie pointed out two things to make that uh, here <laughs> about we go. this that she said sort of takes the luster away. You don't have to agree with this, but I did think it was interesting. Uh, she looked at yes this am. card when I so remember on the first page she said, Okay, it doesn't say what you're known for, why you're a black history fact. So, you know, take that, you know, with right. some ambiguity. Here That's true. She said, Okay, so Second, it, it does cut out a good chunk of the population by saying to a man on the come up. So already you're losing half the market. Yep, yep, yep. Which is not a problem per se, but it, it was interesting. It's, that it's, is it's, true, yeah. It's, it's it's done that way. And then she also said to a man on the come up means 
you are not currently at your potential. So she was like, this is a card for someone who's like not doing great right now. But she, no. She was like, okay. She was like, yeah, you is this card backhanded where it's like, listen, bud, you haven't turned in your best work, but don't worry. Things are going to turn around. No, I don't agree with that. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Maddie, I, are you on the podcast right now? I hope you are, or you're listening. Cause we're going to come to barbs right now. I agreed with you in the beginning where that we do not know if this black history fact in the making is a positive or a negative. You are right. There's ambiguity there. We should be concerned. I agree with you that we have sliced at least one half of the population away from wanting to purchase this card, probably more, because it says to a man on the come up. And yes, you are investing really hard in guys liking this. So if you are nervous that dudes are not going to like this, then you might just say to a person on the come up. I totally hear that. <laughs> now let's get to the on the come up. I don't read that as... You fucked up, <laughs> but you're getting there and I love you. I read that as you are you are getting to your dreams because a dream is a staircase that you must climb. It is not an ele- escalator or elevator that you that someone whisked you up. Who is that? Emily Dickinson? That's lovely. That was the last thing Emily Dickinson wrote about was, hey, um, that you come up on. It's not an escalator or an elevator. Also, wouldn't it be cool if like maybe stairs moved or maybe if we could go from one floor to the other via an electric and then the heart attack hit? Is that how she died? Probably. Point is, <laughs> don't correct me on that. Point is, I see on the come up not as... Hey, man, I I know you put that presentation in and the boss called this the worst thing that's ever happened. And now we're sitting here (laughs) with you and I with a couple of Michelob Ultras just trying to lick our wounds. But uh, I see the I see the joy and success in you coming up. I see it as, hey, you've hit some of the points and you're going to get there, which is just that's just trying to achieve a goal, which is also you could say just living life is just, you know, hitting the steps for a goal. (laughs) He's like, look. You pitch the insecticide napkins, and now Napco doesn't want you there anymore. That's okay. You are a black history fact in the making. You're a man on the come up. Happy birthday. It's going to turn around for you. Exactly. And what this really is saying is, look, Napco really loved the three-prong towel. Because let's face it, when you get those napkins at the pizza joint, they're just a little too frail. And you made the idea that there's two good things about this. One more napkin for the consumer and two more deforestation because big companies love that. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to try to submit the five-prong napkin. I have faith you're going to do it. You're on the come up. You just got to keep working it. You have got to just keep schmoozing at the Napco Center. You got to stop always taking the Boston cream donut when donuts are available on Tuesdays because that's a more coveted donut. So, you know, just be a little bit more gracious about that, and I see success in your future. Nailed it. Done. That all Thanks, goes on man. the page. That's all in black, too, so you had to cut out the letters to make it all happen. Oh, we can't We can't have – oh, that's in the serial killer font? Yes. Cool, yep. cool. Mm-hmm. So just to be clear, what we're really missing in this card, we've got sort of like historical marquee font. We've got plain black font for just qu- quick, easy reading, and then we have essentially I have kidnapped the president's favorite pizza delivery man. You have about 30 minutes to give us the plutonium. So that is that – yes. 30 minutes to raise the dough. <laughs> oh, 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 that's the yeast they can do. That's right. Uh, that should be, you know how like fonts have fun names based on what they look like. That should, <laughs> there should be a font with the cutout letters that's just called I have the president's daughter. It's like wingdings on Microsoft <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is like who came up with the term wingdings? It's like the guy who did the You Got Mail thing. They just randomly picked somebody. They really gave up. They were like Helvetica, Times New Roman, wingding. Uh, yeah, I lost it. And then there's one called Webdings, right? Which is all like the earliest May May emojis of uh, like it's like <laughs> smiley face. And 
I don't know, the AOL symbol. I can't I'll, remember. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, I thought it was. A picture of Bill Gates dressed as Luke Skywalker. Uh, just, you know, all of our favorites. And then to reach us to the last page, the way back, this is, of course, and we haven't dealt with them recently. So thank you, Bobby, for bringing the king back in the ring. It's Hallmark, baby, crown and all. But it is a subsidiary called Mahogany. And their slogan is soulful, period, true, period, you, period. Again, their name is Mahogany, soulful, true, you. Which I did look up. And they are a subsidiary of Mahogany is, according to the website, the I just had the phrase here. African-American cards, gifts, and ornaments. So, Very cool. Very so, cool. Interesting tactic by Hallmark, I think, both in a social and an economic sense. To totally. See. Don't know how successful it is or what, what other things they've done, but I'd never seen the like of it before, so I thought it was worthy of our attention. Absolutely. I want to include it. And if you are interested in both this card or other cards or other products within the mahogany line at Hallmark, the card gives us the benefit of more information and says at the bottom, to find your nearest mahogany retailer, call 1-800-650-4505. Again, that number is one 800 4505 And I don't normally shill for these big companies ever, especially because they don't give us any money. But this is a hyper-specific, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a very specific subsidiary a that niche. I think- uh, uh, thank you. This is a this is a very niche subsidiary that has very specific products and cards. So if you're interested in them, that is where you can find them. Of course, the usual Hallmark stays here. Hallmark cares, sure, about our planet, I bet. Uh, it's made with paper from well-managed forests, whatever you say. This card comes in at an incredibly- Affordable $2.99. It's a bargain. Yeah. That, that is very good. Uh, and of course, coming from Hallmark Licensing in Kansas, Surrey, blah, blah, blah. Overall, I walk away from this. And again, I want to make it clear in case no one's seen our faces. As a white man, I walk away from this feeling just like feeling nice and good. Empowered. Empowered. Wait, I don't, I don't want to say that no, on no, camera. That's, no. that's not cool. <laughs> no. Wait, let me back up. As Regardless, it's more or less like I, I see the power and awesome message of this card. I think that's really nice. And I think that this is – there's something very nuanced about this greeting for happy birthday because, again, it's it feels like it's somebody I know who is making strides in life and as we all try to do – and, you know, it's very simple to just be like, yeah, we're all going through the same shit. Let's all like hang out together and and we can all like just say our piece about it. But then for someone to take a moment and go, no, I see you and I see your accomplishments and I see where you're going. And I want you to know that that is not lost, even though I see you all the time. And you're a cool friend and a cool buddy. And uh, I didn't know if you know this, but you are a Black History Fact in the making. So happy birthday. Yeah. There you go. And it's, and it's a birthday card, too. I feel like we skipped over that in all the excitement. But yeah, it's a nice birthday card. And uh, yeah. well, where, do you, where do you rank it? Where does it go on, on the fridge? That's a great question. First off, I, I love the idea, again, that this uh, this phrase, just saying it for the upteenth time, you're a Black History Fact in the making, would be on my fridge, and then people would see my fridge. And yeah, just we, go, we are going okay. to create the scenario where you, Dan, have received, or I've received this card, and we're like, thanks, man, I appreciate it. And then yeah. we, now, now it's ours. I've got some explaining to do. But... <laughs> But regardless, I love this message and I will not, even though it may not be specifically for me as it is not, but that is perfectly fine and awesome. Either way, if I was gifted this, I would give it a fantastic honor of being center freezer door because, again, it is the empowering message that I really enjoy, even though, again, it might not be specifically for me. I love that somebody, you know, feels something so empowering and loved for it. And I think, you know, if this was worded differently for other people, they would feel the same exact way. So I, I definitely sympathize with this great greeting. And I think that's what matters the most. Where do we rank the greeting? 
then for me, this I think is just front and center. It's very cool. Yeah, it's a solid no. It's a solid win, and Agreed. I think actually the colors are beautiful too. I really yes. like it. It's simple, and I certainly hope that the interpretation that I originally had of this card, which is a card you give to someone who's like not performing at their ultimum, is not true. <laughs> I choose not to interpret it that way. Um, so well, Maddie could be right, so I don't know. <laughs> we never, we won't know. And I also am going to put this probably like off to the like middle of the fridge but off to one side or the other depending on the room i have so about the That's same fair. level as you and i think you know what i you're you're right i, I where are my manners i've completely forgotten to speak of like the design of it all the design is impressive it's equally as powerful it's equally as feel it feels timeless it feels historical i i almost feel like this is like a plaque that would be like like we said on a bench and uh, i don't have a lot of timeless things on my fridge i still have christmas greetings on my fridge and it's currently the end of january so i have to start putting timeless things up there that can be perennial just like evergreen cards and this is certainly a card that sees not seasons nor temperatures nor holidays this is one you just keep up and it stays up i mean happy black history month and for those who are also celebrating uh, as you mentioned before dan february 28th dan very relevant national public sleeping day so for that Ugh. bench that's celebrating black history month take a nap and really just get a uh, kill two birds with one stone on that one and remember that that same day is also national chocolate souffle day so if you need a way to get down and get down easy on public sleeping because it's not easy for everybody get yourself a chocolate souffle or make one at home this is a great time to learn and by the time you get into that 28th bite you'll be looking at that bench that says to dip shibbins love you buddy uh you'll be like oh that bench is looking good right now we'll see you tomorrow because you'll be sleeping there for the evening <laughs> well said everyone enjoy your february which is probably when we'll be talking to you when this happens and if it's yeah. early then we hope you enjoy it and if you're in there we hope you are enjoying it and if it passed it was too late we missed our chance Sorry, guys. Either way, whatever month you're in, please enjoy it. Bobby and I have ourselves a fantastic bench that we are on. So happy February to you guys. Happy Black History Month. Happy all of these other days that February is known for. Uh, individually, whether it's Chocolate Mint Day, Banana Bread Day, Tortilla Chip Day, or Susan B. Anthony Day. All right, Bobby, can we just go to bed? All right, fine. Happy National Make-A-Friend Day. I know we have. <laughs> Get out your guitar. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Strum, strum, strum. No, we're good. Yeah, I gasped. You, that you was gasped, my fault. Yeah, you gasped I, like I you gasped. saw a ghost, a ghost crimpet on the audio format. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know crimpets were not. Um, I didn't know that that was a Philadelphia area snack. I thought everyone in this great good nation of ours got to enjoy them, but no. If you live in Texas or Oregon or uh, Minnesota, you can go screw because those are just for us in the greater Philly region, which is not where we are right now. But point stands. Nope. Nope. I only even knew of butterscotch crimpets from a children's book I was read in elementary school called Maniac McGee. I remember this, Maniac McGee. His his weakness was butterscotch crimpets for some reason. That was just the snack that brought him that brought him down in in, in any circumstance he was in. <laughs>